0: Rest in piss forty
1: five. Oh. Rest in piss forty five. So no head. up, go, up, dead. not
2: Welcome to the Just Plain Filthy podcast. I'm Casey Campbell.
0: I am TJ Vegas, and today we got a special guest.
3: Um, I'm Jonah Feintuk. I'm from uh, from the banding community store.
0: And this has been a long time coming. We've been talking about this for a bit. Yeah, we have. So, today, we have we have a good amount of questions. We got a good amount of submissions uh, talking about our discussion topic for the night. And just to give you guys a heads up, our discussion topic for tonight is, what is a moment from a show that you went to that still stays in your mind above all the other shows that you went to? So, keep that in mind. Oh, um, well, now we have I... to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to start off with some questions. Um, we have a couple of them from the new site called Space Hay. Um, Katie asks, uh, What is your favorite genre of movie?
3: Ooh. Ooh um, well, that's a good Um. I've seen so many movies. I've seen, um, honestly, I've seen over like 200 movies. Like, I've seen so many. Um, <laughs> if I had to go with favorite genre, it might be like. I don't know like a like 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 psychological thriller or like something like really fucking crazy like like some experimental avant-garde shit. I lo- I loved, like crazy out there.
2: Oh crazy hell yeah. Out
3: there crazy, scary, crazy weird.
2: Oh hell yeah. I, I was just at my uh buddy's place in Boston and we watched Marrowbone. Like that shit was wild. It's a psychological thriller. I I highly recommend it.
3: My favorite is, uh, my my favorite movie's The Machinist with Christian Bale.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) A really crazy weird one is, um, well, crazy weird and then, like, it's, like, really vibrant also and scary. It's called The Neon Demon. It's with, uh, Jenna Malone and, like, Ellie Fanning. It's, like, pretty fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, for me, I think mine is, uh, I like good old-fashioned, like, dumb stoner comedy. I, I most, A lot of shit that I've watched are considered that. Oh, hell yeah. Um, which kind of leads us to our next thing that says, uh, what are your top five favorite movies from that genre? Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> from, okay, wait, well, what the fuck? Yeah, like, crazy weird. Alright, wait, hold on. I have... <laughs> I only say this because I, I, I'm kind of weird. I have, like... So, I've been doing this since 2015. i like make a list of like all the movies I see and then I publish it on like Facebook or like my Tumblr. So, I guess I'm just trying to dig deep. So, wait, five top 5 from that genre? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not good with well, well I can do I can't I can do that stuff obviously. I can do it. It's just does it have to be in order? please tell me no 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 (laughs) okay (laughs) from that that weird shit all right i'm just hold on i'm on my computer can you you can hear me fine right everything's oh yeah everything's good all right okay yeah i'm just looking on my um my computer and shit from that from what i just said like the whole weird crazy shit if i had to just right off the top of my mind, I'll go with um the Neon Demon. Um what else? Um uh, Only God Forgives. They're they're both done by the same same person. Um Neon Demon. Only God forgives. No, I, I was gonna say Snow Piercer, but that's not really like a horror kinda like weird, crazy. Yeah. Snow um Neon Demon, only God Forgives. Um Dig deep, Jonah. Um, I don't know. Does Jennifer's <laughs>
0: body count?
2: Jennifer's <laughs> body yeah, can, can count. Yeah. <laughs> what? Jennifer's we'll body just can be count. Very
0: loose. We'll just be very loose with the genre. Yeah.
3: Yeah Yeah, so Neon Demon, Only God Forgives, Jennifer's Body. Um I don't know what what else. I would say I mean, I, I could I could go with I don't know, Event Horizon, Event Horizon, or, you know, The Machinist, yes. stuff like, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I just, I've, I've seen, I've seen so many movies, it's just, it's, I've, like I said, I've seen, like, oh, wait, oh, uh, Mother, Mother's another crazy yes. one. I, um, it's just because, like, I've seen so many movies, I've seen, like, over 200 movies, <laughs> at least, <laughs> So it's like, it's me, like, digging deep and shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What about you,
2: Casey? What you got? Uh, well, my favorite uh, genre um. is horror, just like straight up. And I like a lot of the old flashers, but my like f- top five favorite horror movies have got to be the original Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Friday the Thirteenth Part uh, Part Three, and uh, you got Hereditary. And I just saw the one about the deaf the death woman. I don't remember the name of it, but I just fucking watched it and it was really good. Helen Keller? No, yeah, not Helen Keller. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah. And um, the. Just a
0: black screen for an hour and a half.
2: And my favorite. <laughs> And my favorite one, and this is totally ironic. I feel like
3: somebody would probably do that. Like somebody probably would make like a horror movie about Helen Keller. Like they have horror movies about Nazis. Like what? What do you? What, what's stopping them from making one about Helen Keller?
2: Oh, that would be crazy. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna get to work you on can't that.
0: See your death coming. You can't help. You can't see your death coming. You can't hear your death coming. You can't communicate with other people for advice or anything. You're just blindly walking through this and hope you
2: don't die. It's amazing. We love to see it. But yeah, no, my favorite uh, of all time, and this is totally ironic, is Jason X. Jason in space, (laughs) y'all.
0: That was pretty
2: good. Stabbing the motherfucker
0: right through the, uh, chamber door
3: thing. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. That reminds me of uh, Hellraiser Bloodline. I think it's Hellraiser Bloodline. Yeah! Where, yeah, 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 where it's like, in space or some shit. I think it's like, takes place in the future or something. Yeah, it's like, pinhead, like, on a spaceship or some shit.
2: That's crazy. I love it, I love it. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've seen, I've seen the first... I've seen the first four Hellraisers. I've seen Hellraiser, the original, the first one, Hellraiser 2, Hellraiser 3, which is garbage, and Hellraiser Bloodlines, which is the fourth one. So that's kind
2: of it. You got, like, all of those, like, old slasher movies. They always have fucking Leprechaun Goes to Space. Like... (laughs) Leprechaun in space is garbage.
3: (laughs) I hope you can't hear me chewing. I'm having red
0: vines. No, actually, we can't hear you chew, so that's good. Okay, nice. Yeah, I've had, like, (laughs) no food today.
2: Nah, eat, eat.
0: Um, um, I'm gonna try to remember off the top of my head which ones are good, because I like the genre of just, like, dumbass stoner comedies. But, like, off the top of my head, I can think of, like, Grandma's Boy, which is, like, my favorite, um... I like Pineapple Express, which is up there. Uh, Super Troopers. Club Dread. Club
2: Dread is great.
0: Man. Yeah. Um I I can't do it. I don't want a Broken Lizard movie, but Do yeah, it. Yeah, Beer Fest, I guess. Yeah. Beer, like
2: it. beer Fest.
0: Those is are all my great.
2: favorite, I like Broken Lizard movies. Beerfest is um, pretty great.
0: This one's a different kind of movie question. It's also from Katie from Space A. She says, what's the first movie that you remember watching? Toy Story. What? How?
2: What do you mean, how?
3: <laughs> how can I remember that? I don't know.
0: Oh, oh okay. I did yeah. <laughs> what's the first one that comes to your mind? What's the earliest movie you remember watching? Oh, geez. Um, okay. If you have a short-term memory, it could be from a month ago.
3: Okay, well a month ago, well well a month ago, probably was um this documentary called Age of Rage. It's about the alt night that I saw on Netflix. Nice. Look. Yeah, I don't
2: know it.
3: the first movie I think that I can remember the watching. Movies. I don't know, maybe, like, Willy Wonka, like, like, like the original Willy Wonka or something. Yeah. like...
2: That's... that's...
3: that. Yeah, that or, like, Toy Story or something, I don't know.
2: Yeah, like, my... The first three that I remember are, like, Toy Story, Willy Wonka, and, um, like, like, um, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz was one of the first
3: ones, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like, like, Shrek or some shit.
0: Something like that. My... My possible first two are could not be completely di- more completely different. Uh, it's either going to be the original Lion King, ah, uh. or or Short Circuit.
2: Yo, Johnny Five's <laughs> alive.
0: Yeah. Okay, wait. Maybe it was something
3: like the Land Before Time. I don't know. The but Land that, Before that Time was really so good. Right off the top of my head, I don't, I don't even know. But I know that I'm the very last one could be. But I know that
0: the last movie that I did see was Age
2: of Rage, which is on Netflix. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's
0: just called um, the Age of We're moving away from space, eh? And uh, we got one from Taylor Chadwick. I'm and okay. he has a question for you, Jonah, so hopefully I'm saying this right. All right. He goes, he goes what's the skeleton of In Somewhere, Far, Someplace, Barren?
3: Oh, what's, what, what do you mean, what do you mean the skeleton of that?
0: Oh, it might be, isn't that your, the album cover, like, a spine or something?
3: Oh, 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 he's talking about the, oh, he's talking about the skeleton of the art. Oh, okay, I completely fucking misinterpreted that. Wait, hold on. I know, I know exactly what he's talking about. One sec, I just gotta pull up the art, because I have what's in the sk? okay, so that, so that's just completely digital i did that in photoshop that's like a superimposed image of well that's well that well that skeleton that's a that's a rabbit skeleton it's i just took a photo yeah i just took a photo multiple photos of like a dead rabbit that was um that that i found like right outside of my college and i just took multiple photos of it, like as it like decomposed and stuff, and then I just kind of put them on, put them on top of each other, and kind of like messed with them, messed with like the color and stuff, and like the <laughs> transparency and all that stuff.
2: That's actually I probably
3: have, yeah, I probably have the original Photoshop file somewhere, but
0: yeah, that's a, that's a rabbit skeleton.
2: That's actually pretty cool um,
0: Apollo from Sync with Me gives you one hell of a question. <laughs> He goes, yeah. "Fuck, marry, kill." The characters for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you have to fuck one, you have to marry another, and then you have to kill all the rest.
3: Wait, Super Smash Ultimate? I don't really, I don't even really yeah. play a lot. I don't really play a lot of those, a lot of those games. I'm gonna look up Super Smash Ultimate. I, I know I'm shitty.
0: I just, I usually play Pokemon. Um, uh that's all
2: good man. AC if you wanna if you wanna lead it off so he has time to look stuff up. Okay, so I'm gonna fuck um I'm gonna fuck goddamn motherfucking uh Ganondorf. <laughs> I'm gonna kill Okay Well, I'm gonna marry uh Young Link and then all the rest of them are gonna die.
0: Uh, I think I'm gonna fuck Kirby, because you know what that mouth do. Nice. Um, I'm gonna probably marry King DDD because, you know, he's a king. Hell yeah. And then kill everybody else. But tied for fuck, I might do Samus. But everything else, you know, y'all get fucked. Got back.
3: Apparently, Cloud's in this game, which I find interesting. Yes. <laughs> I I was, I was gonna, oh, Sephiroth is apparently too. I was, I would say, oh yeah, but no, no, Tifa's not here, so, damn it. (laughs) Alright, okay, so wait, wait, fuck, kill, marry, is that where we're going? Yeah. Alright.
0: You fuck one, you marry one, you kill all the rest.
3: I guess, so, for fuck, it would be, for fuck, it would be tied with, I don't know, either either samus because you know um samus or i don't know princess peach or (laughs) some samus or princess peach for fuck um mary because i don't know uh i would say sephiroth but that'd be kind of terrifying so i'd go with i don't know i'll go with cloud because fuck it why not i don't know seems chill cloud yeah cloud and okay, and then I guess
0: I don't know,
2: kill all the rest of them. Sorry, Incineroar. Uh
0: RIP to the man. <laughs> and I'll I'll do one last one. Uh LAA asks the most important um the most important charity that you guys would donate to if you won the powerball.
2: Ooh, uh National Suicide Prevention Hotline for me.
0: Uh I don't know.
3: Black Lives Matter, or, like, Planned Parenthood, or something.
0: Hi, hi. Uh, mine would be In Defense of Animals. Uh, that's an animal liberation group, and they, uh, they help stop, like, poachers and stuff all around the world. They'd probably do that.
2: Hell yeah.
0: So, uh, Casey, you want to leave things off with the second part of the first half?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Not a problem. Um... So, usually when we have a guest on, we ask them a series of questions, and I have a ton of questions for you. Uh, how exactly did you get into being in a band, and like, what was that journey like? Well,
3: I mean, like I, well, I've been playing I mean, I've been playing guitar since 2008, so since I was, like, 13 years old and stuff. And I had been trying to form a band, I feel like, for so long. Ever since, like, 2009, I had been trying to form a band. I had tried to form a couple bands, one 2009, one 2010. Like, they didn't work. They, they like, broke up after three months, like, did nothing, really. And I was in another band from 2011 to um 2012, just for, like, a year. We, like, didn't really do a whole lot. We didn't like recording music. We like played like nine, sh- like under 10 shows even or some shit. So yeah, we didn't do a whole lot with that. Um, but we, I guess, yeah, I guess I've always wanted to like, I mean, I've played, like I said, since 2008, I've been, you know, trying to form, trying to form bands since like 2009 and stuff. And Inconvenience Store, I guess, is like the first band that, really, 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 really has gone somewhere and stuff like that. And, you know, it's been a long time coming, I feel. You know, I felt like we never really, well, we we had always been working and, like, you know, progressing slowly and slowly over the years, I feel. But, you know, it was really in 2018, I felt, where something really clicked, you know, when we started playing, you know, um the bungalow and you know where we did burning you know opened burning cam burning cam fest and opened tap fest and stuff so once you know it went around to be like 2018 it started clicking like oh like maybe we can make this into something like bigger compared to us just like playing to like our family and friends you know like a couple times a year and stuff so yeah
2: hell yeah I like that. I like that a lot. That's that's actually pretty dope as fuck. Like, uh, I've I have a very similar journey to you, except I'm just not in a band now. But what are your solo like? Artist. I am a solo artist. I know that. I try not to advertise that much on the podcast. But <laughs> um, so in terms of like. You guys' writing process, like, what artists influence you? What are you just like your general influences? Because when I listen to you guys, I hear a lot of like early ceremony, uh, which I, I, I love. I heard you say that a lot, yeah. <laughs> and I love that, but I just want to hear like what what influences you guys, like bands, current events, or like what what's the writing process like?
3: I mean, we're constantly. Like we're constantly mutating, we're constantly evolving and stuff. As far as like our influences, they're pretty they're pretty diverse. I mean, I'm in I mean, I'm influenced by like a whole lot of different like a whole lot of different artists. I'm in, I'm influenced by you know like Code Orange, um, Vane, Glassjaw, Converge. Definitely, definitely uh definitely Code Orange and Converge.
2: Oh, um, I hear Code Orange.
3: What? Yeah, yeah, I like um. I'm also influenced by, you know, Full of Hell, a lot of, some heavier, like, you know, more modern-y, heavier stuff, I guess, too, you know, like, I don't know, Sanction, Knocked Loose, kind of stuff like that. I'm also influenced by some, like, even, like, some mainstream-type shit as well, you know, I like, you know, I really like, I've been really trying to get into, like, Taylor Swift, I also like, you know,
0: um... The new albums are amazing.
3: Yeah, Kanye, I was actually listening to him on the way home today, you know, Kanye, um, I like Lil Peep, and, you know, Wiccaface, Rings Eternal, so it's really, like, really diverse, it can go anywhere from, like, you know, post-hardcore, metalcore, and hardcore, to, like, straight-up, you know, just mainstream pop, even some more, like, along with the, like, experimentally stuff, like, um, you know, Stockhausen who's this like experimental kind of composer. Um I like you know, John I mean, there's, you know, John Zorn. Even well, even some video game music that I really think is cool. Like I like the video game music for Pokemon, I like the 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 music, yeah, the music from Pokemon. I like the music from Final Fantasy too, you know. You know, I'm just the music from Silent Hill, Outlast, so it's really diverse with me. It's, I know it's also really diverse with our drummer, you know. Our drummer doesn't... I know that he doesn't really listen to a lot of hardcore, I feel. I mean, I know that he's listened to, like, Converge and Code Orange. But, mm-hmm. you know, just because I've known him for so long, I know that he's into stuff like, um... What, you know, Su- Super Furry Animals is one band. I think they're they're more like a like lighter band. Like, mm-hmm. lighter-sounding band. Um... Just going off of like some of his like stuff that he has on Spotify that he's listening to, you know, Modest Mouse, Ween, oh, yeah. Um, you know, cake of you know, so like a lot of like more softer music and things of that nature. Uh, yeah, I know he likes um super furry animals a lot. I think I remember um back in high school, I feel like he really was into like uh, like the Beatles and stuff. I feel like, I feel like there was I remember that there was a point like that. And our bassist is really into like just straight up like, like grindcore, power violence kind of stuff. So, y- you know, it's really it's really diverse. It's a whole lot of different it's a whole lot of different things. As far as writing is concerned, I know I'm talking a lot. As lo- as far as writing, as far as writing is concerned, it it really fluctuates because you know. Us not being able to write in person has been really kind of like throwing a monkey wrench into it, you know. With Feel that. usually, usually I write on the guitar, you know, instead of writing on the computer. As far as the songwriting is, it's more of a um, it's it's a little bit more collaborative. Like I'll write some songs, you know. You know the way it is it's before COVID and stuff. It would be like I'd write some songs. <laughs> And our guitarist, I know he would also write a lot of the songs. Our drummer doesn't really doesn't really write a lot of the songs. He just kind of, like, produ- he's really good with, like, production and mixing and mastering and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I know. So, you know, we kind of, we don't really, like, step on each other's feet and stuff like that. But, yeah, the songwriting process is, you know, it's, it's a pretty collaborative, but sometimes it can be kind of isolated, you know, and stuff. I feel like... You know, when you open yourself up to it, it's kind of like what Scott Kelly of Neurosis said. Um, You know, it's kind of like when you open yourself up to it, it's like any sound that you hear in the world, you know, can be, I guess, you you, you know, you can use that to your own advantage in a way. Like, you can, like, take any sound that you hear and use it as inspiration or, like, use it to influence you, you know, in some way, shape, or form. And I guess we're the kind of band... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we're the kind of band that I guess we want to sort of, at least with me, you know, create create my slash our own. Yeah, really, our own. You know, kind of musical language i would say visual language but not really it's more like yeah yeah like a visual creative musical language we want to create our own kind of that i think there's different ways to you know to be considered heavy or dark or crazy you know anything oh, 100%. like that and that's 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 kind of and it. it's really you know it's really a different well maybe not a different process but it's a it's our, we want to make it, like, our own process, so there's like, a whole, lot of different influences, a lot of different, um, you know, techniques that are kind of brought in to there.
2: That's, that's how it's got, that's, I love environments like that, where everybody brings something different to the table.
3: Yeah, yeah, so it's, like, modern, it's, like, yeah, like, modern stuff, you know, I I guess Vane, too, throw Vane in there, I like, uh, what else? You know, the body, um, the body are really good. I know that. Um, Wolf Eyes are a band that I look at. Um, too. I think well, I think they're cool. Um, one band that really kind of got me thinking about heavy music differently um was uh was neurosis i first heard them when i was like 14 and like when i originally started playing music it was more like i was into like classic rock like classic rock classic metal kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and but then neurosis you know kind of made me think about heavy music differently like music like you know you could be soft and quiet and then be you know loud and you also didn't have to play you know super duper fast you could play slow and still sound heavy. So there's just a whole lot of moving parts that goes into it. I'm just not, I'm just not good at talking.
2: Oh, no, oh. wait, that's, that's 100% exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a
0: little detail
2: <laughs> yeah, we love like go into as much detail as possible.
1: Yeah.
0: You kinda of eliminate questions as you go, so that works out.
2: Exactly. Like <laughs> that's uh that's one of my favorite things about having guests is that like it's awesome. Like
3: <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's 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 just there's just so much. It's also kinda hard to like think about that now, like especially like with the whole like writing process because, you know, we're so used to you know being in the same room together and either you know be writing on the guitar and then coming to practice and then showing you know people like you know what i wrote or you know our guitarist would do that too and we'd work with it and we would learn it and all that stuff but then covid it's like kind of difficult so our writing process i mean for the last two eps it was really just us passing mp3s back and forth like like that was really that was really it for you know if I was a morgue and for um, life didn't have to be this way. It was really just yeah, just us passing MP3s back and forth and kind of like putting them together like that. That's
2: that's the way to do it in in this crazy in the, this crazy time that we live in. That's exactly like uh, when I was working on. Um... Um... When I was working on love songs for my friend, that's ex- that's exactly what we did uh, with me and my producer. we just passed stuff back and forth, like, and now like it's a little better now. But honestly, like that actually answers my next question. Was gonna be like, how has COVID nineteen uh, really affected you guys as a band? Uh, but you end
0: well, Yeah,
3: Fuck. Fuck, man, it's just, it's affected, it's affected so fucking much, because it's like, I have no doubt in my mind that, like, we probably would be, like, touring right now, or some shit, or playing, like, like you know, just doing what we did in 2018 and 2019, which was just playing a lot of shows, like, we played 10 shows in 2018, and we played 11 shows in 2019, and we played, like, places that we hadn't played before, we played, you know, we played Rhode Island. We played Pennsylvania, which is the farthest <laughs> we've ever driven to a show, and that, and that was sick. Like, we were doing all these things, and we wanted to continue that that kind of like flow in twenty twenty, and like then the COVID thing happened. It's you know you know COVID happened. You know it sucks. I feel like it hurts because I feel like we shouldn't be here. Like I feel like we shouldn't be sitting around. Like this. I feel like we should be. You know, playing shows. We should be driving to like we should be we should be driving somewhere right now. We should be playing, uh, we should be playing a show somewhere. It's so interesting. just it it's hard. It like almost makes me want to cry. Even it's like it's just so weird because it's like I've known our drummer 100%. since twenty eleven and stuff. So I've known him for a long time, and it's like I feel like it's like I'm. It's like I'm without him. It's like really weird. It's just weird and it's sad, just because in, you know, like for all the stuff that I gotta go through, I got, I got inconvenience there, and it's just, it's like when something like that is taken away from you, you know, it hurts, and stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I miss, I miss my bandmates. I miss practicing. Yeah, we practiced in December once. But that was like, and then we practiced in, we practiced like in, we practiced January, February, March, and then we didn't practice till December and shit, and it's just, it's like, I don't know, yeah, I miss, I don't know, I miss being in a van, I, you know, in our minivan, yeah, our drummer's parents' minivan. I miss being in the in a fucking minivan, I miss eating Taco Bell at midnight and making stupid show vlogs on Snapchat. It's just,
2: Oh, exactly.
3: I, I just, I live for that shit. It's like, it's just to see it taken away, it just, it hurts, you know, it hurts a lot just to kind of have that happen, so.
2: Yeah, exactly. The, the pandemic has affected us in a very, very, very similar way. Um, but, honestly, I'm just hoping that one day we can all hang out and go to shows again. That And with the vaccine coming, that should be pretty... Pretty well, fucking soon. Well, it's it easier.
3: It, it, I'm, well, it, it's slightly easier to be an American today. I'm going to be honest. It feels slightly easier. Like, when I... Because I had, I had... You know, I went to work at, like, 1230. So, like, that was, like, 30 minutes after Biden was inaugurated. It's like, I almost wanted to cry. Because it's like... Like, you know, just feeling like, you know, we can start, like, anew again. And shit. Like, I feel that.
2: I 100% feel that, bud. And with that, we're going to go into our first break. Uh, TJ. Who do we have on the docket for our first break?
0: Okay, so these are new friends of the podcast. They are a emo hard rock band, similar to those throwback bands of MySpace age. Uh, this is a band called Rough Dreams, and this is a cover of Graves' "Termites Hollow" here on Just Plain Filthy Podcast. <laughs>
1: we so
2: Welcome back to the Just Plain Filthy podcast. That was Rough Dreams with Termites Hollow. So you- uh,
0: yeah, so we just got done doing some questions with Jonah. Uh, I'm going to go look and see if there's any other questions that we didn't get to write down already in a little bit. But first, I want to take this time to talk about the JustPlainFilthy.com. We have the indie movement stuff going up every friday we got um all the music featured on our podcast added to playlists we have news notes and all of our friends linked to our home page but right now i want to take the time to talk about the indie movement because every friday we talk match of the week this is the best match of the week of all the wrestling matches that I have watched that week. I, I we was, I was just about to ask. I was just about to ask. It's like wrestling? Wrestling match? That's what you meant by match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and for this one, this week, I watched Delirious versus El Generico. IWA Mid-South 2008 or 2006. Let me look at my notes one more time. IWA Weird No Joke 2006. Now, when I say this match is insanity, this match is fucking crazy. You got two weird-as-hell luchador men going at it. They're both comedic wrestlers. They're both very unorthodox, but they're both family-friendly. So they got spots like, oh, I outsmarted you after I went kick, 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 and then you're going to try to kick, and you're going to duck under, and I'm going to hit you with my other foot. They got stuff like, I'm gonna throw you to the outside. I'm gonna sit in a fan's chair and put on their hat and pretend that I left the ring. They got all these different like jokey spots throughout the whole entire match that's really good. So if you're a wrestling fan that likes comedy, if you're a wrestling fan that likes unorthodox wrestling, or if you're trying to expose your child or like sibling or whatever to independent wrestling, but you don't want anything too extreme, this is the match for you just slash blog every Friday match of the week.
2: Good shit. That was a really good plug.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it I've done it a couple times now.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So let's see if I got any more questions. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, I, I have them all on my notes but then I like moved everything so now that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, so far, so far, I think we're doing pretty good. So far, I think we're doing a really good job. Oh, I so love this. To some really good questions.
2: Oh, I love this. Yeah. Every time we have a guest on, it's pretty fun. It's a very chillax attitude.
0: We don't have to scramble for things to talk about, usually, when we have a guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. It's I'm perfect. also eating ramen and red buds.
2: Oh, I could go for some. That's what I'm going to do after the show's over, is I'm going to make some ramen.
0: I haven't had ramen in a while.
3: Sometimes I just want it's, it's, Sometimes you just just want to like sit there and just like just lay in bed and just have a bunch of like ramen and shit. It's like it reminds me of like this one scene in Evangelion or some shit. I don't know. It's, just, it's <laughs> like yeah, it's just like one of the characters. She's just like laying like in bed. And she's just like I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen a lot of Evangelion. It just reminded me of this one scene.
2: I literally just started it. And I have to restart it because I fell asleep because I was tired. But
0: okay, so we have one more question that I can ask. Where sure. okay, and this is a little weird one. So uh, Luke Alexander asked, "What is the best cover song where the band doing the lead doing the cover has a black lead singer?"
2: That's very specific.
0: That's very specific. That's very. I don't know. Yeah, but there's a good handful of bands. Like, um, we talked what about a couple of them in the comments. We said like Seven Dust, Killswitch, Oceano, what about, Sycamore. What about Holy Diver? Uh, Holy, Diver.
3: Holy Diver. Yes. Which covered Holy
0: Diver by Dio?
2: Yes. That's the best one. Uh,
0: I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember. I had one in my head when I was typing. When he was typing that. And I'm trying to fucking remember what I was trying to say. God damn it. What are some of you, like, Holy Dogger is a good one, yeah.
2: That's, uh, that's my, that's...
0: I I can't think of anything else. I mean,
3: I I can't even, because I don't even think... Wait, no, hold on. Um, Oh,
0: I got one now, yeah. You go first.
3: No, 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 wait, wait, because, um, Jesus Peace, there's this one video, um, it's like this... 856 video like a set of them yeah one of their sets from like 2017 they covered some some song by hate i don't really know what the song was but i'm pretty sure they covered hate breed in like one of their sets from 2019 and then 2017
2: it's on h56 it's on youtube i'm gonna have to check that uh, out because I, I
0: think mine's gonna have to go with body count yeah uh, with with uh, raining blood
2: yeah
0: that was really good i, I liked that one i was, just, one a I was lot. just thinking about that
3: no no n- n- i wasn't thinking about body count covering raining blood but i was thinking about raining blood like like slayer like yo raining that's actually a really fucking hard song like 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 the riff from that like riff from that song it's kind of like like, 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 like a breakdown-y riff, like, oh, it's you know, so you know, classic. the one that, like, don't know, don't know, like, that one, that's such a hard fucking riff. Like, it's, that so just, it's so
2: classic. It's so classic. That's
3: just murder shit. Like, like, that, 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 that is just shit you could just fucking, like, it's, it's, it's fucking murder shit.
0: Oh, like I'd love like
3: feel Beyond it. Strength by Pantera, which is just one of the hardest goddamn riffs I've ever heard.
2: Oh, it's perfect! It's perfect, I and mean, we'd love to see it.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm pulling up the uh, the fan the fan submissions for the next uh, discussion topic. So, all right, here we go. Gotta make sure I have it.
2: Oh, we have fan submissions for that?
0: Yeah, I asked the question on a couple social media sites. And then we got, like, people giving examples of what they thought. So I thought that'd be pretty cool to maybe if any of them jog memories or we can relate to any of them or if we are at these shows, we can kind of bring that
2: up, too. Oh, hell yeah. I'm about that. I'm about that.
0: like, shows from the past? Like, what do you mean?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, uh.
0: Yeah. Like, if you were at a show and something resonated with you over, like, everything else and you still hold it really dear to your heart. Yeah, we. That's kind of the question.
2: Yeah, we have fan submissions, and then we're going to give our takes. That's really cool. I don't think we've ever done that before.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, um, an account, which is essentially a reboot of the original MySpace, and I've been getting a lot of good uh, interactions with people, both for MyMusic and for JPF. I'm running both of them off my own account now because I, of how like good friendships I've created on there. So people have been helping me out, so now we have some actual good stuff to talk about. Hell uh, yeah. So the question, the discussion topic for tonight is, what are some co- awesome concert moments that you will always remember above everything else? Um, we have uh, quest, people saying, uh, Patrick Reynolds says, Catching John Otto's drumstick at a Limp concert I went to in high school bounced off someone's head in front of us and landed right in my hands. I wish I still had it, but I have no idea where it went.
2: That's awesome. Oh my, um, oh my Taylor,
0: gosh,
3: wait. That totally reminds me of what I saw. I, I, I know I'm breaking the fucking formula. I'm sorry, I'm an asshole.
2: But... No. <laughs> no, this is exactly what we wanted. Like.
3: Yeah, it, it totally reminded me that it's when I saw... When I saw A Day to Remember with Bring Me the Horizon uh, oh. in 2014, that was in Lowell, um, I guess I caught a bra. Like,
0: someone threw a bra, and I just caught a bra. And it's like,
2: nice. Awesome.
0: <laughs> um, Taylor Chadwick says, I was seeing Ghost, and it was awesome. They were with Whitechapel, and some dude just landed on the side of my face.
2: Oh, that's, that's really...
3: That's really weird ghost ghosts with White, because white Chopper are like so heavy and then ghosts are just like they're 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 like the Beatles with they're, they're, they're like the black metal version of the wait no hold on let me phrase this they're like the the pop version of black metal it's weird it's really weird
2: I yeah. love I have a very I have a newfound appreciation for ghost. The I, I used to they not do, like they them. Do it well. I used to not like them, but like, I don't know. Just There's just something about the way Tobias, like, his process that I really like.
0: Um, Rodney Morris says, When Justin from Blue October was telling the crowd... About giving his wife some wake up sex and his kids cock blocked them screaming for pancakes.
3: <laughs> oh, I, oh, I totally saw Blue October with my dad. I forget when I did, but I I, I saw them. It was when um that the, the album with um what's the song say it? I forget I forget what album that is. Hold on, let me look that up because I I forget what happened at with that. Oh, approaching normal, which was 2009. So I probably saw it maybe a little after that. I don't know, 2010 or something. I don't know, 2010 or something. But yeah. Blue October. Cat oh,
0: Gerard says. They're cool. Cat Gerard cool. says. The first time I saw Parkway Drive, as soon as they came on, the entire crowd went wild. Everyone was moving, and it felt like I was in an ocean on a stormy day. I fell and lost my shoe, but I got it back. Oh, one I lost of the best my shoe. Of my life.
2: I lost my shoe at Warped Tour one time. I was seeing uh, Citizen. I was crowd surfing. And my shoe fell off. And I was trying to get my shoe back from security. But they kept like rushing me. And I was like, yo, my fucking shoe. And, uh, me, uh, and me and security have a, a love hate relationship. I got choked. This one
0: might be a little controversial. Uh, Anthony McFly says. I have a few, but one of them is a negative one. I was at a war show, and I stepped in line for a drink, and I accidentally cut cut this guy. And he goes, hey, you cut me, and I apologize. And he said, it's okay, you're white.
2: Wow.
0: Oh, yikes.
2: That's um, well, ridiculous. I'm going to
0: no-sell that right now and just go straight for the next one. Um, <laughs> Alexandra Elizabeth says, my friends bailed on me for a show, but I went anyway. These two girls were completely hammered and looking for a place to be. While trying to corral them all within safety, we stumbled into another girl who was hysterical that she couldn't find her ticket. I obviously gave her my spare. Someone uh, someone who witnessed the event brought us all to the front of the line for an act of kindness.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
0: What uh, am I fit? Fa- two more. Oh. I got two more. <laughs> um... Mismatch Socks on Space A says I can't remember what band it was but I remember it was at Mayhem Festival in 2010 and there was a fa- um there was a fan in a wheelchair and the lead singer had the crowd put him up on the stage and he looked freaking pumped to be up there also yeah. watching Avenged Sevenfold pull- play far away with home videos playing behind them just the feeling their pain it was so surreal
2: That's awesome I've, I've seen stuff like that online before.
0: Oh, so perfect. And I think my favorite submission was the one from uh, Casey's mom. Oh, great. <laughs> she just said uh, David Lee Roth, an assless chaps. Fire emoji. <laughs> wait, what the, wait, what did <laughs> David Lee Roth do?
2: He was an assless chaps and my mom saw it and dug it. <laughs>
3: I think my mom saw Van Halen, well, she saw Van Halen, or she really liked Van Halen at one point in her life.
2: That's crazy. (laughs) I fucking, Um, I saw a perfect circle, like, stoned out of my mind in Texas, and that was one of the greatest days of my life.
0: Is that the
2: one where you (laughs) accidentally saw Creed? That's when I accidentally saw Creed! (laughs) Oh no. Yeah, Scott Stapp was one of the opening acts and I figured it's advertised as Scott Stapp, so he must be just playing like Scott Stapp songs. Turns out there are no Scott Stapp songs. Those it's literally yeah. just Creed.
3: And I saw it. I saw Whitesnake one time when I yeah, I saw I saw I saw White Snake maybe in like 2009 or some or some shit. That's I also dope. Saw, I also saw Journey and Cheap Trick.
2: Yo, I would kill to see Journey. Like yeah, that it's sounds like 2009. dope.
0: 2009. Yeah, It was cool. Okay, so it
2: was yeah. Made.
0: If you were already stoned out of your mind when you saw Creed, were they able to take you higher?
2: No, I was on another fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's um, awesome
0: Uh, Jenna, did you already get yours or
3: no no about yeah. concerts that like like shows that really stood out to me mm. yeah oh one one was my very first show when I saw my very first concert was Lincoln Park in 2008. I saw them That's in awesome. Connecticut. And I got to meet them with my dad, and I still have the photo. And that, as soon as, like, that show, I was, like, when I saw that, I'm, like, okay, I want to be a musician. I want to play music. And that was, like, that was the very first show I went to. And I was, like, okay, I want to play music and stuff. And so, yeah. And then, I think, like, two months later, I got my first guitar. (laughs) And, And... but yeah, so there's that one, Linkin Park, 2008, first show, first concert that I ever saw. Um, another one that really stood out to me is when I saw Code Orange for the first time in at Mayhem in 2015, because it was at that time that I just... That Code Orange they're like one of my biggest influences they made me think about like they they really got me into like hardcore again like hardcore Mm -hmm. metalcore like more modern hardcore kind of shit again and stuff um i just they're they're the reason why i play in drop beat like the reason why i asked those drop because i asked one of their guitarists um shade he's like I know he has, like, dyed hair now and stuff, I asked him, I I think I asked him, I was like, yeah, I asked him, I was like, what tune did you guys play, and he was like, Drop B, so I was like, okay, and, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I, yeah, now we play in Drop B, because, yeah, Code Orange just, yeah, that just blew my fucking mind, and it's cool because, like, I know that they're also really young, like, like, they're 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 in their 20s i'm pretty sure like yeah they're they're, like around my age and shit so it's so cool seeing people that are like close to my age around my age and shit Mm -hmm. my age whatever like playing like stuff like mayhem like just playing doing these crazy things i just think that's so sick another show that really stood out to me is when i saw converge in 2012 also in um, Connecticut, because I got to meet Jacob Bannon, and I still have the fo- uh, the photo of us. I have it on Facebook, and yes. it's just so sick. Converge are just one of my favorite fucking bands ever. I've been a fan of them since. I like, have like, been a fan of them for like ten years. It's so crazy.
2: Oh, it's wild. Uh, that's so crazy. Like, I I'm sitting here. I'm trying to think of all these shows. But I... There's a lot
3: of local shows, too. So many good local shows. Oh, so
2: many good, shows good that, local shows.
3: That, that really stand out to me. I know, um... Bands that have really blown my fucking mind. Um, I like a lot. Um, Bad Move have definitely played a lot of really crazy sets. I know Dog
0: oh, Pound. Oh, hell Fest. yeah. Bad Move fucking flats.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was when I saw... When I saw... I know me... I know it was Dog Pound Fest, I think it was Dog Pound Fest 3, no, no, Dog Pound Fest or Dog Pound Fest 4, when, um, Jump Cut played, Bad Move played, I love, I just, I love both of those bands, I've done guest vocals for Jump Cut, like, 2, 3 times or some shit, they're just really, really good, they, shows with them, those, those shows blow my mind, just Jump Cut, Bad Move, um, What else? Hold on. Mm. Uh, Kingpin. Oh, I love Kingpin. When when I saw Kingpin at... When did I see them? Well, I've seen them at, you know, Upton BFW. That was, like, one of the last shows that I actually saw. This was Upton, January 31st, uh, 2020. One of the last shows I saw before, you know, COVID happened. Oh, yeah. Also seeing them in Lowell. Um, January, uh, December 2019 That was also a really good show uh, You know Doing guest vocals for people Have definitely been shows that have really um, st- Stood out for me Also when I saw Burden at the Palladium That that was also oh, a really good one When they opened Burden. for off um, Jesus Peace and Fuming Mouth That was a really good one. Oh, I
2: miss Burden, I miss Burden so much
0: I got two of them right now For me Yeah um in two thousand nine or two thousand ten I saw the band Harvard at uh ground zero
3: in Allistown, New Hampshire. Who's that?
0: Uh Harvard? Yeah. They're kinda like Circus Survive and Hail the Sun, just less technical. Wait, but their on stage presence is like insane. Or
3: Harvard? Harvard or Harbour? Like like go to a harbor or like Harvard, like Harvard University.
0: No. Like Harvard. Harvard, like the
3: school. Oh okay.
0: Yeah. Um and uh, I was like I had no idea who they were. I knew the opening bands, but I was like, okay, let's see what this band is about. And their stage setup should have already taken me off that this is gonna be way different than anything else. Because their drummer was in the forefront and he was facing towards the side, like towards the wall. Um, both of the guitarists were on one side of the of the stage, and the singer was towards the back he had a microphone on a stand, a megaphone on a chair, uh, and a, like a milk crate on the ground with like stuff shoved in there. Their whole entire set was like really solid, but it was like their last five minutes. They played a song, which I don't know which one it is, but they went just ape shit, and the lead singer just grabs the, the stuff that's in the little box on the ground and walks down the hallway where the, all the bands set up. And at, like after two or three minutes of the band just jamming and going haywire, he comes back on stage with like a robe and like an old wizard's mask. And he I'd grabs the it. megaphone and starts yelling into the megaphone as they're going like crazy, like chariot style on the on a stage. And that has just been imprinted in the back of my mind to this day, like one of the wildest show vibes that I have ever experienced. That's awesome. The whole, the whole micro, the
3: whole being, the whole singer in the backstage. Whenever I hear something like that, I automatically think of Tool. A
2: little bit, a little bit. One hundred percent. That's a that's and, a, uh, that's a Maynard my move. Se-
0: my second one. Uh, this is my last one. I got um, same venue. Oddly enough, um, I saw the band Classic Crime at a Valentine's Day show. And, mm-hmm. I, again, crime? I only knew, like, one classic or two crime, songs yeah. from the band. I only knew, like, one or two songs from the band. So, I, like, I wasn't a huge fan, but I did my research leading up to the show, so I wasn't a fucking weenie. Right. And um, I'm sitting there, and I'm enjoying the show. How's it going? Last band, that, like, everyone just starts pouring into the venue. I guess everybody was waiting outside for Classic Crime because they were a big deal, and I just didn't know it. But there must have been, like, 600, 700 people possibly in this fucking venue now. Uh, not a standing room at all. I had to stand on top of a table, like a bar-style table. And I was, like, eight, nine feet in the air just watching everything unfold. There's, like, a sea of people below me. And, uh, the last song of the night, everyone knew except for me. And they uh, had, like, a three-minute opening, like, monologue for it where he's talking about he's, like, having an outer-body experiment experience while he's at a hotel on tour. And then he goes, this next song is called Don't Need Air or something like that. And he starts singing it, and the whole crowd is just singing in unison. It's like a choir. Oh,
2: it's awesome. And
0: I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's, I'm just in that's, amazement. That's this crazy, song is yeah. really cool. That's some crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah, the song is really cool. Oh, yeah. But, but, like, I didn't know it, and everybody knew it. And then he, um, they stop singing, and he tells everybody to throw the lighters up in the air. I'm like, this is corny. But then they start waving it back and forth. All the instruments cut out. It's just the singer and all of the people in the entire venue doing, like, harmoniz- harmonizing as the whole thing was going on, and that's how they ended their set. And my heart has never been touched the same at a live show as that moment.
2: See, that's that's how it is for me. Like, those last couple of, like, before Rocco shut down. Like, because you had, like, Spies Like Us, Rumors of Betrayal, and then, like, ballast last show. ballast last show will forever be burned into my fucking brain. Because we were just all on the stage. Oh, yeah, that
1: was insanely good.
2: Yeah, we were all on the stage just singing memories and shit, and that's that that's mine. That's my favorite moment in the history of my like career of going to shows. Like that's yeah, just one hundred percent. I
0: was there too. That was a great though. Oh,
2: so good. One
0: of
3: the it, oh, that's totally like crazy <laughs> moments of people like just like pouring on was pouring onto the stage and shit. I mean that that wasn't really like um. So it reminds me of a jump cut's last show, which was a well, well. That was a good show. The the what happened after it kind of fucking sucked. But that's a different. That's another story for a different time. But yeah, it's like jump cut their last show. They ended with burn, and like like the the, the intro, yeah. like ev- like they had people like pile on top of like the bike and shit. But that knows is one part. I was like, also at the beginning. This one dude just like, and this was at, this was in Hingham, one of the dudes, someone, he just grabs like the, one of the merch tables and just drags it and just throws it, like, and it's just, and then I grabbed it and I was gonna throw it and shit, but then one of the, but then one of my friends who, like, me, like, helped put on the show, he, like, pointed at me and he was like, no like don't and I was like, okay, fine I will not but yeah, it's like crazy shit like that. It just oh, totally yeah. me of that. Oh hey, no, i have been used as show, a weapon before. Didn't mean did mean to rat that did didn't did not did mean to rat that guy out, but it just
0: totally <laughs> reminded me. Of that. Hey, no names were said. Um yeah. one of our shows that we did, we've, we we a show that Regime was playing and there was um one of the songs that he did, he like did an intro to it like Telling, like, a giant story from his past or something. I don't know how real it was, but it was intense as fuck. And then he goes, wreck this fucking place or something like that or hit your neighbor. And then, is like, it, somebody just wait, grabs is the this, merch table and the just the starts vocalist? throwing it over. Yeah, at the bungalow.
3: Is this the vocalist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, fucking, I fucking love him.
0: You, yeah, I fucking love him so much. Oh yeah, they. Somebody, the, my merch tables got pushed like ten feet out of the way from this one dude just bulldozering them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Hopefully, no fights get started. Like things are falling on the ground.
2: Oh, it's crazy! It's crazy. I've been used as a weapon before. Back in the old days, fucking Rocco's crew. I was thrown around. I was thrown at people. I was used as a top. Like, I was bayblading around that shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, um, but, yo, we're getting a little late right now with the podcast, so uh, let's just end it with this. Jonah, do you have anything that you want to plug? All your social media, anything coming up, any releases that you have, anything you want to talk about before we go? I mean, uh,
3: plug, in, well, plug in IS. I mean, bring me a so store. We're on Twitter, um, at ISFan71. We're on Instagram. Um, our Instagram is Inconvenience Store 71. Facebook Facebook is just Inconvenience Store. We're on uh, Spotify too, which is also just Inconvenience Store. I'm trying to resurrect our fucking Spotify because we don't have a lot of plays or like monthly listeners or followers and shit. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, our Spotify is just the Inconvenience Store. Bandcamp is Inconvenienced com. We just released a new EP called Life Didn't Have to Be This Way. On the eighth of of this month. Um, what else? Fucking, we're probably, hopefully, gonna come out with some new merch soon. I know we have like we we still have our pins, and Yay. I think we make yeah I think we may come out with some new merch soon, yes. hopefully. And fucking, yeah, that's uh that's uh that's kind of it. I really don't I really don't know what other we don't really have a whole a lot of. Uh, yeah, I think that's our only. Like social media unless SoundCloud or Reverb Nation count, but you know Yeah. <laughs> well, uh,
0: with that, uh, also I think it's wait, right that we uh wait also oh, I, I gotta
3: I gotta plug in wait no I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna plug in bands that are fucking sick. Uh um I don't know, fucking up. Uh, burden Burden or lit uh Kingpin bad move. Yes. Fucking Kingpin bad move. Uh shout out to shout out to Needle Play. Yes. Yeah, it's just bur- uh, Burial Fog from Philly, fucking um, Marble Mouth, I think there, Marble Mouth are dope too, yes. so, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, This just, and, you know, Regime, and all that stuff, fucking, so many, so many good bands, so many good bands, <laughs>
0: I just, I, I suck at talking, that's it. Oh, no. Nah, it's good, man.
2: We love We this. totally
0: agree with all of those bands.
2: Yeah, uh, most of them are friends of the show, actually, I think.
0: So, uh, yeah, with that, I think the best way to end this off... Killer Hertz Records. best way to end this off... Oh, yeah. Okay, so the best way to end this off right now, I feel, is to play a little Inconvenience Store. So what I did is I grabbed my favorite Inconvenience Store song to end the night off with. So, motherfuckers, this is Inconvenience Store with Nothing Life here on the JPF Podcast.
2: Good night, everybody.
0: Good night. Thank you. Thank you so much.